striving for mediocrity in a world of excellence, this is The Chaser Report. Hello and welcome to The Chaser Report. It is Monday the 6th of December 2021. We have with us John Delmenico. Hello. Hi. Lachlan Hodson. Wayo. Alexa Vulovich. Hi. I'm Dom Knight. And this is all that remains of the group. Gabby Bolt, missing in action, I'm afraid to mm. say, today. And Charles Firth still touring somewhere or other, but... We're told he'll be back this week at some point. Well, we've all heard that before. How worried are we feeling, a group, about Omicron at this point? We've just been last week in a room full of sweaty people talking in close proximity at the Podcast Awards. I don't know. I think I'm still more of a fan of Delta, to be honest. Really? Yeah, if I, if I had to pick a team to support, you know, I, I think everyone jumping on the Omicron bandwagon's a bit needy. You know, stick with Delta. You like the old variant better than the new variant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think, you know, everyone's just trying to be a hipster with the new one. I yeah. think... I think we're completely safe from Omicron, especially from that event last week because, I mean, podcasters don't leave the house. So I think having being in a big room with them is completely safe. <laughs> I'm just the kind of guy that only wants the original, like, Wuhan strain. Anything else is that. It's just so derivative. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know what's really great? You guys should try bird flu. Ooh. Oh, that's oh, a old classic. school. Mm. Yeah. Mm. 1918 Spanish flu, never been bettered. <laughs> never been bettered as a pandemic virus. I had no fear going to the podcast awards when it came to COVID because I work at a school in Canberra normally. Like all of those are always hotspots. That's the only place you can get COVID in Canberra. It's like school or parliament. I mean, so <laughs> that was so that's safer for me to be in a room full of podcasters than it is to be at my other job at a school. <laughs> safer for you, for the rest of us, you're probably the person who brings it in. Mm. Yeah, if, there's, if there is an outbreak, it's probably my fault. It's been a pleasure to have you in the office, John. <laughs> Last week, John, we discussed how you started a conspiracy theory about how Albo and Dan Andrews' stake. It turns out it just got a whole lot bigger. But to get things started, Alex, are you going to tell us uh, about the upside of the Omicron variant? I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a beautiful, beautiful time. That's going to be right after Rebecca Dana-Muno in the Chase Newsroom, which we'll bring you right after this. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. DIY enthusiast Scott Morrison has recently been spotted at an Ikea asking employees how to make a sturdier cabinet. After all his latest attempts keep falling apart, the PM insists that the individual parts themselves are faulty because he definitely followed all the instructions. Australian voters have extended their deepest condolences to the families of all the politicians resigning to spend more time with them. The condolences come after 50% of Parliament announced their retirement mysteriously close to the upcoming vote on introducing a federal ICAC. And finally, a local bank has today rejected a family's mortgage application, stating that it is inconceivable that the couple who have been paying $1,200 in monthly rent for the last 15 years could keep up payments on a $1,200 a month mortgage. The bank has said if the young couple wanted to get into the property market, all they need to do is just begin working 30 years ago. 
That's the latest headlines from the Chasers Christmas Workshop. I'm Rebecca Dana-Muno and I'm on the naughty list. Now, Alex, so normally when you come on the podcast, you have some miserable story about drone strikes and people dying in <laughs> some parts of the world. It's stuff we need to know about, but it's not really very upbeat. Um, but since we last spoke, Omicron has arrived. <sighs> I'm so excited, guys. Why? This is the biggest thing to happen to my love life since oh. Delta. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. It's Wait, so you mean to tell me that you've been using a worldwide pandemic to get jiggy to, with it? Of course. Not just jiggy with it, just to, to find love, to oh. feel human connection. Oh. I think. Wait, no, still not clicking. So you used a social distancing, world-ending pandemic to, to connect with yeah. people. Yeah, I see. I, I, I can explain. Okay. Um, pandemics have been amazing for dating apps. All the kind of cool people who are super charismatic and go out in person to meet people can't do it anymore. And then they're all in my terrain. Oh my <laughs> God. They've all been reduced to your level. Exactly. So people who have amazing game like in the bar scene yeah, yeah. have to have to do it on apps now like the yeah. rest of the nerds. Right. Exactly, exactly. And they're just talking to me now, which is, you know, amazing and new and, and exciting. And there are so many great things about dating during a pandemic. I just can't wait for Omicron to bring that back around. Like what? Like you can't actually... Go on physical dates, right? No, 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 you can, but it has to be essential exercise. So the only dates that are allowed are walks in the park, which is perfect because I don't, I don't know about you guys, but I I struggle a lot with bars. Like I, I love them, but mm-hmm. I think there are just so many different kinds of bars out there and they all send different messengers. Yeah. And like, I don't know what I'm putting out there when I say, I want to have dumplings and have a beer or I want to go to this bar that looks like a butcher, but is secretly a bar. Like the, yeah. These all mean different things in the dating world, and I don't know what they mean. <laughs> but when it's a government-mandated walk in the park, like the, you just can't go wrong, you know? It's just like this, it doesn't reflect on me because I had no input, you know? We're just here to get to know each other. I oh, have a, I have a question about these government-mandated dates, right? Mm. When you're finished your walk in the park, what if you get there and you, the person you're meeting you don't vibe with immediately. Do you continue to walk? Because it's like, well, it's my government mandated walk. I well, may as well look, take it now. The good thing is you can flee in any direction. That's <laughs> not true at a bar. Can it's genuinely flee? awkward. Yeah, yeah. I could just, it's probably not going to be as fast as him. He's chase a fast. dog or something. <laughs> but but no, I mean, that, that you have that problem on every date, right? Mm. Except in this thing, you're not strapped to a table like yeah, I suppose that's 30 true. centimetres away There's from the There's no bill to pay. Mm. Yeah. Oh, that's the best part. Yeah. <laughs> and And it's also like... There are just more romantic things about lockdowns in the sense that, like, if you do get along and you decide to keep seeing each other, you have to start calling each other intimate partners, Oh, which is like a huge catapult in intimacy because, <laughs> like, within the first week, you've suddenly got an intimate partner. So, and you're kind of going, well, we may as well get it on then. We're like, intimate we've already told the government we're intimate partners. We've got yeah, no secrets. Yeah, basically claiming de facto, Let's just it? get naked. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> and it's all funny at the start. You're like, how funny is this word? And then after a couple of weeks, you're like... This is a very serious word that we've been using. <laughs> and it just, it, it it boosts it, you know. You just, you force yourself into love in a pandemic. It's really beautiful. Are you aware that um, Omicron's potentially even more transmissible than Delta? So, like, it's pretty easy to get when you go out on a date. But, I mean, that just means the lockdowns are going to last longer, which, you know, is perfect for, for me. Yeah. Because, like, after the p- previous lockdown, I've, I've, I've found a lady friend that I've been seeing and now I'm worried everything's Ooh. opened up. I'm like, fuck, I'm going to lose her now because <laughs> she's no longer forced to, to be with her intimate partner. Oh, so, and also you can, only, you can only nominate one intimate partner, right? Exactly. So in, in order oh. to play the field, she'd have to like actually tell the government about somebody else. Be, there'd be admin to do. Yeah, exactly, saying. exactly. And this, this way it just makes it a lot simpler. And 
I'm looking forward to this never-ending Omicron lockdown because it's the only way I can lock down a relationship. Uh, Alexa, can I introduce you to something that uh, most people would know as uh, confidence? I feel like you're okay. (laughs) I don't think like the first sign of things opening back up (laughs) means that your intimate partner is going to run. I don't know. Although if you did want to run, you know where you can do that? Mm -hmm. Park date. Well, I'm very glad that um, with all of the potential misery around the world, there is somebody who has upside in all of this. A shining light in this never-ending hellscape. I hope the lockdown never ends. And if you want to date Alex, just just get on the apps because uh, he's on there, apparently. Probably find Lockie on there too. But it's a very <laughs> prestigious intimate partner position. You might have to mm-hmm. audition. I, I wouldn't use that word around Lachlan. <laughs> the Chaser Report. News you can't trust. All right. Lachlan, all right, Alexa. Mm. Last week, John Delmenico, puppet master of Australian Twitter, started a conspiracy theory where people thought that Anthony Albanese and Dan Andrews' little steak barbecue involved <laughs> fake steak prettied up for the photo shoot and then the barbecue hadn't even been turned on, John. And you told us that story on the podcast last week. But there's more. So obviously the end of last week was the end of politics for the year. Mm, last sitting week, yeah. And while there's things like the Jenkins report, there was uh, a bunch of politicians leaving, Labor was announcing a bunch of their new stances at the last minute, there was one specific topic that Albanese really wanted to hit on. It concerns Barbecue Gate, Mr Speaker. Uh, the member for La Trobe has joined the conspiracy theorists that a barbecue uh, cooked for me by the Premier of Victoria on Saturday was a fake. I can, confi- I can confirm, Mr Speaker, just like the moon landing, it was real. The steaks were cooked perfectly medium rare. The steaks were cooked, but not as cooked as the member for Latrobe. <laughs> so you're saying that of all the topics, Albo could have chosen to leave a lasting, like, months-long impression till Parliament sits again, it was Delmenico J that set the tone. <laughs> yeah, this is weirdly the second time now that one of my jokes go in the hand side. It's insane. This steak thing is going further. But also, Albanese was wrong in his speech. He said the moon landing was the- fake. <laughs> <laughs> no? Not the moon landing part, Alexis. I mean, the part where he said that it was definitely cooked in a barbecue and that it was a lie. Dan Andrews admitted that he pan fried it first. So I don't know why Albanese is claiming that he cooked the entire thing on the barbecue. That's just a false narrative. Technically, briefly touched the barbecue hot plate. <laughs> have you been hand right? And not at the point of the photo, so which means that not only is the theory right, but also that Albanese is wrong on the hand side about a joke that I made. The plot thickens, John, because we discussed when we talked about this last week that um, your conspiracy theory actually pretend out to be right. But you are now saying that opposition leader Anthony Albanese misled parliament... Mm misled parliament about your joke as a comedian i would never do this but he lied in order to set up a punchline <laughs> and that is ju- i think that's just appalling i also think that he was it was misleading in in more than one way and it's not the moon landing and it's not uh the the steak gate he said that they were cooked perfectly medium rare and I have a problem with that. No, no. Medium rare is not the best way to have a steak. And that's also false information that he's giving to, to Parliament, giving to the Australian public. Also, there's no way those steaks are cooked medium rare because <laughs> they were already fully brown in the photo and that was before they got barbecued. There's no way to have them be that brown and then 
cook them more and have them be medium rare. Do you think Labor had a focus group to find out which level of steak would be the most affable? Just to be clear, Lachlan, medium rare is the best. Medium rare like is the most popular, so that could actually be what happened. So hang on. So if Albo had said um, these steaks were previously pan-fried <laughs> and then whacked on the barbecue at the last minute to make us look like ordinary Australians, just like the member for La Trobe, that would have been... A- yeah, that would have been fine. I would have been happy with that. Now... I'm more concerned with the fact that this is two jokes in the Hansard, one from Liberal Party, one from Labor Party. What was the other one? Oh, the other one was um, when Sally Neighbour ruthlessly and disgustingly liked a couple tweets on Twitter, one from Ben Jenkins, one from The Shovel, and one from me. Clearly, I just have a gift for getting jokes in the Hansard. (laughs) Which is not generally known as a comedy book. Like If you look through the, the annals of Hansard, it's pretty dry stuff, rather like the steak... On the barbecue. Like, I know friends <laughs> of the show, Sammy Shah, has done it a few, has, has been in the hands side as well. But I reckon I can steal his thunder with this and become the most, ha- become the person with the most hands side things. I, I do That's like the idea of, you know, live at the hands side, it's John Del Medico. Well, annoyingly, they haven't named me yet. And that's very rude. I don't, I don't work for free. I need some sort of at least exposure. This is just them stealing my material. Would you want to be named, though? Because mm. you're. Tweet was linked to a lot of other conspiracy theories. Mm. You became the, the poster true. boy for the anti-vax community. I was <laughs> like, I agree with John. This man eats babies. <laughs> yeah, that's actually true. I, I think you need to look at the benefits of not being named at this point, John. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work you really really want it all to work out while you're away monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind when all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync things just flow wherever you are tap the banner to go to monday.com the chaser report more news less often we have a very, very bruised and messy John Delmenico, Lachlan Hodson, Alexa Vulovich, and me, Dom Knight. And Hello. It's Hi. time to talk about the podcast awards held last Thursday. And I know, I understand that, you know, it's not exactly like a Logies recap, but think of this <laughs> as the potties. This is going to be the Logies of the future and the Logies don't exist anymore. Yeah, the, the, the potties is going to catch on. I think that's about as popular as Logies are now anyway. So. <laughs> yeah, that's true. They'd probably meet, meet in the middle as one grows and one declines. Well, look, it was a, it's a very formal, it was a very fancy event and it was, it was fun to go along uh, with, with all of you guys. This is Lachlan speaking, by the way. His voice is an octave lower than usual. He's <laughs> oh, I wonder why. Yeah, look, and, and we had a nice little lunch. We had a nice little evening together. But... You know, because it's a, a very prestigious event, the interns thought we should we should try and push things a little and see see how far we could go. Even though we were there for best comedy, we weren't going to let that be the only thing that we celebrated there. We don't like being pigeonholed. No, we're, no. we're a podcast for every topic. Yeah, and, and that includes best commercial campaign. Damn right. Uh, so we we thought that when they they got up and they announced uh, commercial campaign, we'd cheer a little louder. These are the nominees for best commercial campaign. Comsec market updates. Wow. I mean, you know, it's a three-horse race. I think you definitely got an award. I think that's the chaser. (laughs) 
Poor Susie and Harley genuinely thought that we were with Comsec because of how loud we were cheering. We were standing up and fully yelling on the top of our lungs. Can I just say, Comsec were bloody robbed. Oh, that was awful. Bloody robbed. And we weren't the only people who thought so. The only time in the history of finance that Comsec has ever genuinely been applauded. <laughs> <laughs> but look, that, that wasn't the only time that we made a bit of a splash at the awards show. Rowdy, you can't go because I... At this point, I can't fucking see anything. I still look amazing. Thank you. I will be... Oh, my... Oh, it's the chaser, Adele. You you were amazing in that sketch. Oh, my God. Bitch can sing. Was that you singing? Okay. Yeah, I mean, basically, they should have had Gabby mic'd up at that point. She just was... The third presenter. I think she's so amazing. That is the best networking I've ever seen. I've never seen anyone network from the audience. Yeah, via heckling. (laughs) Normally a heckle is an interruption and it's a bit rude. But in this case, it was like, oh, we're hanging out. Like for a moment there, they blocked out the hundreds of other people in the room. And it was just like a mutual admiration society. And she got a plug. It was amazing. But look, the reason that we were all at the podcast awards was because we were nominated for Best Comedy. Now, we weren't sure who was going to win. It was very tight. I knew we were going to win. Okay, so now we find out who is the funniest. The judges said this podcast really embodied the spirit of this category in every sense. The jokes were well scripted, amplified by clever sound design and high quality production. They are bringing a fresh perspective to Australian news stories while providing plenty of laughs. The winner. Now, hear me out. Hamish and Andy don't do news. No big, way. big, big doesn't do news. Bodgy Creek and Housewarming don't do news. It's between us and irrational fear. That's so funny because w- you're saying that you thought we might win. I was hearing that and going, it's scripted and it's well produced. Nut. That is not the Chaser Report. <laughs> but it's about news. And yeah. I, I thought we genuinely had it up until. For a second year in a row, is irrational fear! <laughs> I got excited when he said that. I'm like, we won last year too. <laughs> I don't have no idea here. Yeah, look, I mean, it, I, I guess we came second, except we didn't because there was a silver. There was a, yeah. so so second was a uh, Bodgy Creek by by Damien Callanan, a fantastic podcast. Big 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 <laughs> managed to take away third place with the Candy Friends of the show. Friends I, I want to point out were definitely robbed and who are absolutely lovely to chat to uh, in morning at the end. But I think we can claim fourth place. Yeah. <laughs> By, by default, yeah, we're abs- the fourth best comedy podcast in Australia. You have absolutely no evidence for that. We're in the top seven. <laughs> That's all <laughs> we can say. Well, anyway, our curious from Road Microphones, who also sponsor Irrational Fear, by the way, uh, oh. a good podcast which you, you should describe to. Did I mention I've been on it a few times recently? Anyway. You had a sticker of Irrational Fear on your suit all night. I did, and I also put one over my face mask uh, when I was presenting an award. I didn't take the mask off. I was like, you know what? To be perfectly honest, I'm not taking my mask off for this. <laughs> if it was the Logie, sure, but not for the podcast. Yeah, you kept your mask on during your speech, didn't I did. you? Ah, oh, fantastic bit. Just because I knew Irrational Fear was going to win and I wanted to associate <laughs> myself with their success. Actually, an well, ACAST official came up to me afterward and genuinely said, yeah, we're not very happy with Dom for doing that. Seriously? <laughs> yeah, seriously. That's hilarious. Today, you're also sitting next to Gabby, who is on Irrational Fear like once a month. So that's also connecting... You to rational fear. Wait, wait, so half of our podcast is already their podcast. But furthermore, Dan came on our podcast and like co-hosted with me for two weeks. So in a way, he lost he the lost. Australian Podcast Awards <laughs> Best Comedy Categories. <laughs> Dan, you failed. <laughs> we're part of the ACAST Creator Network. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
They have buttery soft cashmere sweaters starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.